When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back to Unwinding. How are we doing? I'll tell you how I'm doing, okay? I'm so fucking happy to be here with you. I missed you guys last week. We had a little break last week, okay? It's not you, it's me. Like, actually, a bitch just needed a second. You know, sometimes you just need a second, but I don't want you to think that that's going to happen all the time because it's not, and I really didn't want to do it. And I had an episode I could have posted, but I just needed a second and I think a break is always good. And yeah, I don't plan on doing that often because I've told you guys this before that the podcast is truly one of the happiest parts of my life. I love it so much. It brings me so much joy. And yeah, I missed you last week, but we're back and we're here. And my Thursday last week felt fucking naked. I didn't like it at all. I was like, oh my God, it just doesn't feel right. My Thursdays no longer feel complete unless I have a new episode, you know? So, okay, let me update you real quick and then we'll get into what I want to get into today. It's just going to be us. Little solo moment. So I told you guys that, oh, sorry, excuse me. I just bumped into you. Um, I told you guys last week that I would give you a little life update, but I don't want to bring the mood down. Okay, let me just let me just give you a little breakdown of where I've been lately, okay? So I have been getting sick so frequently for the last four months, and I've always honestly struggled with my immune system. Like, you can ask any of my friends. Like, I'm just always fucking sick. But then the last two years, I'd say, I was doing pretty well. I mean, granted, because the majority of one year, we were literally inside. But um, I have been doing a lot better, and... I got COVID in February, and then after that, I'm not blaming COVID, but I'm just saying, I'm just giving you a little timeline, okay? I've been getting sick every, like, it's like clockwork, honestly. I'll be good for two weeks, and then I'm sick for five days, and then I'm good for three weeks, then I'm sick for a week, then I'm good for two weeks, and I get sick for three days. It's this really weird pattern, and it's it got, it started to get really frustrating because it's really hard to work and to have a ton of projects going on when you're the only person handling them and always being sick it's really really hard it throws me off it's just i mean it's hard socially it's hard to keep a workout routine it's hard in so many ways it's also just not fucking fun and i'm also just like confused question mark question mark at my immune system you know what i mean so that's kind of been in the back of my head and my mom has been saying like please come home and get some tests done because you know we have our doctors in costa rica and i don't know if this is the same in all latin america but at least in costa rica like something i will say that i really really love versus the u.s is that you're not treated like a number in medical situations and i'm sure somebody's gonna dm me and be like no like you know i have this family doctor here that i love great amazing i'm so happy for you like hold on to them tight 
But I have heard an overwhelming response to this conversation in the U.S. where it's like, you're just kind of treated like a number. And actually, I don't know what the fuck I'm saying because I've just had this conversation with my friends. <laughs> so maybe I'm wrong. But what I'm the whole point of this, this is not even relevant, okay? The whole point of this is just that in Costa Rica, things are very different. It's a lot more laid back. Like, we can literally call the pharmacy and my mom will spend 20 minutes catching up with the pharmacist and asking about her second cousin's wedding that just happened two two weeks ago and she'll be like oh like lisa feels this and that and she'll literally just send over send over the medicine or something happens my mom literally texts she texts her her primary care physician we have like my sister's like psychiatrist in a group on whatsapp like whatsapp why did i say that so weird what's up i don't never know how to say that whatsapp that, that's how you say it right anyway do you see what I mean? It's very different. You kind of develop these um, close relationships with whether it's like your dentist or whoever. Um, and it's so nice. Like I can text my dentist at any time. Do you guys remember when I was drunk in November and I cracked my tooth on a night out and I literally just FaceTimed my dentist the next morning. I was so hungover. It was a Sunday and I was like, I need you. Like it's shit like that, that I'm like, I love that. You know, that's something that I love about where I'm from. Maybe that exists here as well. I don't know. I haven't had that experience. The whole point of this was my mom was like, please come home. Let's get some blood work done. Let's just make sure you're okay. And I was like, no, I'd rather just die. I'm just kidding. But I'm so scared of anything medical and I just would rather not know. And I know that's not right. And I'm not telling you to do that. Don't take my advice medically okay i have no idea what i'm saying but i'd rather just not know because i'm too anxious to know so i was just over here catastrophizing and you know telling myself like these are my last days and google was obviously confirming that these are my last days on earth you know what i mean so anyway the thing is where i started to get a little bit scared was like two months ago i want to say my heart started acting weird so I started having very, 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 very fast heartbeats, irregular heartbeats, um, and in random moments throughout the day. And then I'd be out of breath. Sometimes I wouldn't be. Sometimes I would be. Sometimes I would literally feel like somebody was sitting on my chest while all those things were happening. Sometimes it was just everything I've just mentioned individually. And I've experienced panic attacks before, but these didn't feel like panic attacks necessarily. And... There was one day that my mom was actually here visiting, so like two months ago. We were watching a show. It was like a Wednesday, and it was probably 8.30 p.m. We're like winding down for bed, and I'm sitting on the couch, and I genuinely thought my heart was going to explode. And she was sitting next to me, and I'm like, Mommy, can you hear that? And we were both like, what the fuck? Because you could hear my fucking heartbeat. Like, it was going so fast. And I was like, I started timing my um, heartbeat because I was so nervous. I was like, What? And if you're anxious and anything goes wrong remotely with your body or anything else for that matter, you can very quickly take that and make it 10 times worse. Like it's crazy. And so I started getting anxious about my heart, which would then make me more anxious, which would make my heart beat even faster than I felt. You know, it was just a cycle. And this started to happen way too frequently. I started to get really nervous. And the day that I launched the main character necklace, um, main character necklaces on M Club, which was last Wednesday was that last Wednesday yeah wait no sorry two Wednesdays ago I was like what the fuck that was no two week two weeks ago that day I had no plans of going home that weekend but I one of these little episodes happened as I was packing orders and then when I stood up 
my, I guess my blood pressure, I don't know what happened. I genuinely thought I was going to faint. Like my, I started to get ice cold and I just felt dizzy, nauseous. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Mind you, I was still sick. So I was like, something is definitely wrong. My body's not okay. I'm sorry for this like, like health update. I'm going to wrap it up soon. But, um, so I literally booked a ticket the next day and I was, I told my mom, I'm like, I'm coming home. Hopefully, hopefully like some doctors have availability for me and so I went to get checked and I went to see my mom's doctor who I love he's the sweetest man and basically in summary I've been having like debilitating anxiety and hella panic attacks like what I've been experiencing are panic attacks maybe they just haven't looked the way they have looked for me previously but yeah they look pretty much like textbook definition of a panic attack and the frequency is what just has been just really hard honestly because it wipes you out if you've ever experienced one they're not long sometimes they're really not long but it's enough to completely deplete you of any energy that you had and it also just throws you off right because you're like why did my body just do this like why is it reacting to this some days it would it happens to me out of the blue what's also been happening to me is I wake up at like 5 30 in the morning not by fucking choice i don't want to be up at 5 30 in the morning but because my heart's beating so fast um and so you know when people are like um they say like anxiety wakes me up i've never been that kind of person honestly like i wake up and then i have anxiety but anxiety doesn't like wake me up um my alarm clock wakes me up and lately my anxiety has been waking me up so it's just like it's fucking just annoying and uncomfortable but it was also so validating to have a professional tell me that what I'm feeling is real and that I'm okay you know he checked me from my head to my toes and he was like you're healthy we just got to get this anxiety under control he gave me something for my immunity which has been helping thank god and he also reminded me that anxiety and stress can really really weaken your immune system like it's very very real and it was also nice because my mom was in the room with me because I can be 50 and my mom will still come to doctor's appointments with me thank you so much and she is not as like she doesn't have anxiety right and maybe some of you will feel me with this with your parents maybe because we just grew up in a different time but I guess the conversation of mental health is very it's much newer right and so some of these things when I try to explain it to her like she doesn't quite get it or in her head it's like but why like why are you having this panic attack like we're just watching a show you know what I mean so it's it was very nice for someone to sit there and just say it and for her to be like oh wow okay not that she doesn't believe me at all but it's just nice when somebody else validates everything you're feeling and so you know I was like okay I'm not crazy I mean I am a little crazy but like I'm not that crazy so basically I told him I didn't want to go back on meds because my anxiety medication that I was on for a year truthfully to me does is not worth going back on it like the improvement that i saw like my brain remember everybody's so different they're people that have like their life changes once they're on medication in a great way and that's a beautiful thing right we love science but for me personally i tried it for a year and i just feel like i i wish it helped me more and that's not to say a different medication wouldn't be able to help me more but at least the one i tried just didn't help me enough for me to want to do it again so i told him i really don't want to get on medication i don't want to do that i don't want to have to take something every single day it's just not something i want to do and he said i completely hear you so basically my um what i was told to do 
is to go back to therapy once a week to get this anxiety under control or at least have someone help me navigate it and then yeah that's it really so yeah I'm not saying that's everybody's answer that's what my my doctor said to me it's something I've I already know I know that I could definitely benefit from going back to therapy because my body is reacting to things really heavily right now and it just is what it is okay but I wanted to share because I'm sure there's somebody who maybe is struggling with this maybe who has struggled with this maybe has no idea about this but has somebody in their life that struggles with this so I think whichever situation you're in I think it's helpful just to hear somebody else going through it because you're never alone in what you're facing that's just at the end of the day you know what I mean and so that's what's been going on okay but that's my little update that's why I was home but we're back my mom came back with me for a little bit and she's actually getting a facial right now which is so nice um and that's it so okay update over let's get into what i want to talk about today which is just a few little things that again you guys know when i go through something or when i'm going through something or when i'm feeling something that's how i make up these solo episodes because it's shit that i either need to hear need to be reminded of or have just learned and want to share so let's talk about how your self-respect has to be stronger than your feelings And this is something that I've been navigating lately where I'm really reminding myself that it doesn't matter how much I like someone. What matters is the treatment, the respect, the reciprocity. Are those things present? If the answer is yes, then by all means, I'm down. But if it's not, I'm really just not in the mood. I'm no longer in the mood to entertain bare minimum situations, friendships, men, I'm just not down to be playing mental gymnastics. Like, I'm too fucking anxious, (laughs) as is, to do shit like this, you know? I'm just not in the mood, and I've I've done it before a lot, and I just don't want to do it anymore, you know? And I think the reason why I wanted to say this is because when you raise the level of what you tolerate, or maybe that would be lower, when you lower what you tolerate, as in you you tolerate way less shit, And when you raise your standards and when you stop entertaining shit that you once did, when you realize your worth and what you deserve, I think a thought worth mentioning is it can get lonely. It can feel like there's not as much commotion or noise maybe as there once was. And this doesn't necessarily only have to be applicable to romantic situations. It can be in friendships as well. I think we forget that dating is inherently difficult because you're most likely you know no shade no judgment but like you're most likely trying to find you know one person that you want to kick it with right one person out of the over seven billion people that we have on earth i mean there's going to be a lot of people that it's not going to work out with right same goes for your friendships so if you've been raising your standards and Like, not even just knowing your worth, but stepping into your worth and not accepting bare minimum, mediocre ass bullshit, and you feel a bit lonely, then let me tell you, I think it's better to feel lonely than to have people in your life taking up space that they don't deserve. And and note how I said feel, how you feel lonely. Because just because you feel something doesn't mean you are that thing or that feeling right like i can feel lonely at times 
but I know that I'm not alone. There's a huge fucking difference. But I think it's worth remembering that your energy is precious, your time is precious, you have one fucking life, you know? And if you do feel lonely, then again, remember feelings are temporary and it's okay to feel lonely because I mean, I think it's okay to experience all these feelings. Like obviously we never want to experience the ones that are on the lower end of the spectrum that are not that enjoyable, but I think it's important because there's growth in feeling these feelings and you learn in 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 feeling these feelings and you also when you go through them with yourself and I'm sorry to get so fucking woo-woo but like when you go through these feelings with yourself it's like you you have your own back and then when you feel it again you're like oh like I've been here before and this is what I did to like navigate it do you know what I mean you can have beautiful friends and, and family in your life and still feel lonely because maybe the area that you're wanting to fill the area that has a little void per se is empty right but look at all the other areas and i would encourage you to if you're feeling this way if you're feeling lonely feed into those areas until somebody who is fucking worth it comes in and takes up that space but i really wanted to i think if you're going to remember one thing from this little this little segment is that it's okay and don't be alarmed if by you stepping into your worth and you no longer tolerating shit you once tolerated, it's okay if it's a little quieter. It's okay if your phone is a little bit drier. It's okay if there's not as much commotion. You know, that's it's sometimes you have to go back to quality over quantity and you have to remind yourself like, well, what was feeling like when there was more, let's say maybe, I don't know. Uh, I'm speaking in like metaphors, so it's just hard to, to give an example, but like, let's say when I was entertaining more fuckboys, okay? Let's use me as an example. Let's just do that. And I'm not saying that I'm not doing that right now. I'm just saying, let's just say, okay? Let's just say I'm, I was at one point tolerating a ton of fuckboys and like bare minimum shit and whatever. My phone maybe was popping the fuck off. And then maybe I start to realize like, dude, I don't want this shit. Like, this is bullshit. Like, they don't deserve me. Da, 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 da. Okay? maybe your phone's going to be able to, a little bit drier for a little bit because it just is what happens when you raise up the bar, you know? Does that make sense? I know it makes sense. I need to stop doing that. I need to stop, you know, because it's like, well, you can't really answer me. I wish you could. I wish you could all. I wish this was live. How fun would that be? Okay, so that's what I wanted to say. And also, also with that actually is don't let those feelings of loneliness make you go back to things that you decided are not worth your time don't let those feelings of loneliness drive you back to people who you've already decided don't deserve you and don't provide you with the same things that you provide them if you if you've already decided for yourself like that i'm fucking worthy of something beautiful and it's not been given to me then don't go back to something just because you're lonely because then what you're telling yourself that every single time you feel slightly uncomfortable, you're just going to run back to something that is less than what you want. Like, how does it make sense? Say it out loud. And I know, I know it's easier said than done. I get it. But like I said, your self-respect has to be stronger than your feelings. And that's just what it comes down to. Doesn't mean it's easy, but that's what it comes down to. Okay, the next thing, we're going to shift gears a second. And I want to talk about how I've been feeling online because it's not that I feel uninspired, and 
this is a good little segment for anybody who is not only just creating content online, online, but also just anybody who might be feeling stuck or uninspired slightly in any area of their job. Okay. Hopefully you can like take something from this, but it's not that I feel uninspired. It's that I feel a complete lack of bravery in the content that I am outputting. For some reason, I feel so comfortable sharing so much on this podcast. Like I can, this is, I feel the safest here, but I like completely dropped TikTok because I started to get into my own head. I've stopped talking as much on my stories. I don't know if you guys like have noticed that. Um, I am severely doubting anything before I press publish on IG. Just like overall, I'm in a wave of self-imposed doubt and insecurity and i've truly just been letting my inner critic really decide and dictate what's worth being published and what isn't and that is not how i want to show up online whatsoever i think these feelings are okay and i think they're valid but i think it's really important to act on them and try to try to figure out a way to not let them win that's the thing right because i think it's i think we're always going to have some sort of uncomfortable feelings in whatever regard but i think it's what we do with them and how we allow them how we allow or not allow them to have a place in our life right so let me show you or let me tell you (laughs) can't show you but let me tell you a few like steps that i've been taking in order to like get over this little wave that i'm in so i've been really talking it out with people that I respect and admire in this space. I've just been sharing my feelings. And sometimes it's really nice to hear somebody else's perspective because we're so in our own heads and we think we know everything. But sometimes, especially when you're feeling like this, insecure and doubtful, it's very, very helpful to get somebody else's fresh take because they see things in a whole different way that you can't, right? It's also important, I think, to take a step back for a second. I think just a moment... Okay, I think it's very important because forcing things sometimes is just not the answer. Forcing to do something, forcing yourself to do something just because you have to. If you have the ability to pause for a second, I think there's never a harm in just taking a day or a few days, you know? Something I've been also doing, and this is for my content creator queens, is make, I've been making a list and I've been adding to it. I've been checking it twice. Okay, I've been (laughs) making a list of content that I want to create but I'm too scared to do it. I have made a list of content that that I've already created that I was once scared of doing and I've done it. And I've made a list of um, stuff that I've been putting out there that I'm just like not not that inspired doing, okay? And like making lists in general makes me so happy. I make lists of every single thing every single day. But this helps me just have a like a visual. I like having a visual and I like knowing like okay i'm gonna try this one today okay i'm gonna do this one today okay look i already did that and i was once scared of that which means if i did that then i can do this i'm really big on evidence i love to see things and remind myself of things that i've done that i never thought i would do or that i was very fearful of doing because sometimes our brain needs evidence our minds are sometimes unfortunately for some fucking rude reason like fighting against us and so you have to have like like ammo is that how you say that wow i can't sometimes you have to have something to like fight back with something else that i love is honestly just learning like when you're feeling uninspired or stuck or whatever it is 
learn something new. So if you can take a little course, there's so many incredible digital creators out there that have amazing social media courses and courses on everything digital. Like you could learn how to do anything online, you know? I don't know, watch a YouTube video or go watch a series on TikTok or listen to a podcast, which was my next tip. My next tip. Podcasts are just my solution for everything. I like to like get outside of myself and listen to somebody else and listen to somebody else's story and what they've done. And sometimes when I feel like this, I like to listen to somebody else talk about this very same subject and just hear them out and remind myself like you're not the only one feeling this way. This is a tip for life, okay? Whenever you feel anything and even if you don't feel something, just trust me on this one. Listen to Brene Brown's TED Talk on vulnerability. I think it's under an hour long. Just do it. I've watched it so many times. I fucking love that queen. This TED Talk really just helps me step into bravery. And that's what I need to do. Something else, and this is like a random one, but this is, again, just a tip for when you're feeling stuck in anything. Do something for someone else. Help someone with something. It doesn't matter how big or how small. Selfishly, you will feel better. Okay, I promise you that. I know there's some chemical being released when you're helping somebody and it's the best thing ever. Non-selfishly, you're helping somebody else, which is amazing and, and, you know, amazing for them. And then also it just, is that endorphins? Does that count as endorphins? I don't know. I think so. It's like I got the same rush when I help somebody else with something. It, it just, I don't know, man. Doing something for somebody else always makes me feel better. And when I feel better, I can go about my life with more kindness. You know what I mean? The last thing I'll say is I've been feeling fearful. That's what it is. I'm fearful of how will this be received? Will I be judged? What will, I don't know. It's not even like I'm worried about one specific person and what they think. It's more just that I, I think, don't think something is good enough. And so then I'm scared that like people aren't going to like it or it's not going to be well received or it's not going to do well or whatever the fuck, right? And so I just have to remind myself that Fear is usually not trying to go anywhere. Like, it's not just going to pack up and be like, okay, bye. Like, it's not going to do that, unfortunately. So you have to kind of remind yourself that it's up to you. How bad do you want it? Like, how badly do you want to show up online? If you're trying to show up online, okay? I'm just, that's what we're talking about right now. Okay, but apply this to whatever. How badly do you want to share your story and find people that resonate with your words? How badly do you want it? Because I think when you want it badly enough, I think you'll find a way to turn down the volume on the self-imposed doubt that you've been feeling and just go. And once you go, then you quickly develop evidence, again, that nothing catastrophic has happened, you're okay, and you can do it again. And then you keep doing it, and you keep doing it, and then before you know it, you're kind of like, you have a little momentum, okay? And once you've built momentum, the most important fucking thing is to ride the wave. You know, don't think about like, oh my god, like, you know, I feel so, I feel so inspired right now, like, I wonder how long this is going to last, or like, what do I do when I did it? No, just ride the wave when you feel it. We'll worry about whatever happens later, because newsflash, it will, because we're human, and because life is not one constant static feeling and let's be real that would be so boring right it's gonna happen again which is okay but so does that make sense oh my god i did it again okay so these are my tips these are my tips for when you're feeling a little bit fearful of sharing online and i'm back on tiktok 
because here's the thing. I have such a frustrated relationship with TikTok because I adore it. And I know that I can like do really well there. But for some fucking reason, I'm just, it's, it's, there's like a disconnect for me. I don't know why. And so I stopped for like weeks. Honestly, I haven't posted for like a month and I was having so much fun on the app and I like it so much. I love the content on TikTok. And then it, and then it got to the point where I was so scared to post because I was like, well, I haven't been on for like three weeks. So I know the algorithm is going to punish me and I know my videos are going to tank. And so, you know what? I was like, okay, like I have to, I have to do it. I'm back. I posted a video yesterday. It absolutely tanked, but that's okay. I'm going to post one today, which maybe will tank, but like maybe not, who knows? But it's okay because I want it badly enough and I don't want to not do shit because I'm uncomfortable and scared. Like, it's so annoying. It's so annoying because I sit here and tell you this, but I fucking deal with this shit all the time too, you know? So anyway, that's that on that. Last thing I want to get into today is this pressure, especially on the weekends, to show ourselves living our best lives. I've been thinking about this for so many years. Like now when I piece things together, I realize that this concept has been on my mind since like fucking middle school. I wanna give you some personal context just so you know where I'm coming from and just the kind of bitch that I am, even though if you regularly listen to the podcast, then nothing that I'm about to say will come as a surprise. And if you listen regularly, then hi, <laughs> I really appreciate you um and dm me after this because i really want to know what you think and it's just a conversation that it's another one of those conversations that i want to keep rolling on the pod because i think we can talk about this for like in just it has so many different layers to it okay so again this is something else that sometimes i feel crazy for feeling and like i said i think i'm a little crazy but then when i talk to people about this and they're like oh my god same i'm like oh wow okay you're not that that crazy okay so i have felt social anxiety for as long as i can remember i just didn't know it was an actual thing and it never had a name in my life beforehand like in middle school i would literally do anything in my power to stay home my friends would be like oh like let's go here let's go to this or whatever and my parents would be like go like go get out of the house and i'd be like no i just want to stay home and i would lie and i would tell my friends like oh my mom says no <laughs> my mom didn't let me and the truth is you know now looking back when i can piece things together i was just so anxious and I'd be anxious about situations and I'd just rather stay home or I, or I was probably feeling depleted and I wanted to just charge up my batteries during the weekends. And it's so funny because, I mean, it's not that funny, but I think I'm one of the most extroverted, introverted people you will ever meet because when I see you or we go out, I will most likely, not to toot my own horn, but I'm gonna motherfucking toot my own horn, I'll be the life of the party. I will leave with five new friends and I will have had a fucking fabulous time. I will have talked everybody's ear off and then you will not hear from me for at least five business days while I recharge and marinate in my home by myself, not seeing a single soul. So that's just how I am. <laughs> Everything makes sense now, you know, but anyway, okay, that was middle school. Then high school, I definitely went out a lot more and I loved it and I started drinking like way too fucking early and I blame my consumption of absolute vodka at age 15 for every single thing that is wrong with me. You know what I mean? Did you guys party like animals in high school? Because I, when I think about the shit that I would do, like, I mean, I was a great student. I was a great kid, but 
I mean, I was a little boy crazy. I'm not going to lie. But that happened like maybe junior or senior year. But aside from that, I was such a good girl, I think, you know, but I was out. I, you could catch me at the bars Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and hangovers did not exist. What a time to be alive. So all this to say that while I loved going out and had the best time in high school, I remember myself truly, truly dreading it sometimes. And I'm not using that word lightly. Like if there was a party Friday night and we heard about it Monday, I would be fucking anxious every single day leading up to Friday. Whereas most people would be like so excited or maybe they wouldn't even think of it. No, I would be thinking of it. Maybe I I didn't even want to go but I would still be so like, it would still be in my mind. I remember being so confused as to why I wanted to be alone so often or why I actually was like totally fine to stay home. Like I loved when there was a canceled plan. I love nothing more than a canceled plan. Like, don't you worry. Like there's literally nothing to apologize for. I'm actually happier now. You know what I mean? And some weekends I I couldn't wait to be obliterated. and to go out and make a ton of mistakes and some weekends i was like oh fuck it's friday again and i'm not in the mood which honestly just meant that my social battery was low and i had no desire to weekend but since it was the weekend and i felt pressure to weekend sometimes i weekend weekended you know what i mean also we gotta talk about human design because i just figured out my human design if you don't know what that is dm me i'll explain like what i know because i'm no expert but I, everything makes sense, dude. I swear, as I keep getting older, everything makes sense. And I have just realized that my, like my social tank is so little. It's so, so, so little. And so now I don't feel bad when I'm like guarding it because I know it's like so precious, but it's also just really little. You know, I wish I could like buy a little bit of a bitter, bigger tank. Anyway, okay, that's a whole other conversation. Let's move on to college. Same thing. I loved my friends so fucking much. I loved doing shit, but you'd catch me flaking out on plans or staying home and doing so happily. Like now I don't flake, okay? Because I think before I wouldn't say the truth. Like I would be like, oh, like I have to do this or or I have to wake up really early or I don't know. But now I'll be like, yo, I have nothing in me. Like I am tired. A bitch is tired or I'll tell you I'm really anxious or like I'll tell you what's going on now. I'm not going to lie anymore. But before I would flake because I didn't even know that I could say that I didn't want to go to something. You know what I mean? I guess it would have been really nice to understand all of this and to to understand that a lot of my desire to be alone was not only because of my personality t- personality type, but also because of how much anxiousness I was carrying. Like I simply didn't understand it at the time and again I would be so hard on myself and annoyed that I didn't want to do all the plans that my friends were so excited about. You know, like in my head, I'd be like, what? Like, what? Aren't you tired? Like, we did something yesterday. Like, fuck. I can't, I I don't want to see anyone for like five days. (laughs) And it has nothing to do with people. You know, it's literally, it's the definition of it's not you, it's me. But I will say some people are extra draining. That's definitely true. Side note, my socially anxious queens will understand this, but the level of anxiety that I would get, or still kind of, with like a new plan, a plan involving a location I had never been to, and a guest list that I had no access to, oh my God, like what? Like so many questions. Like what does this place look like? Like where are the bathrooms? How's the parking situation? Are we Ubering? Who's going? How many people are going? What time are we getting there? Are we pre-gaming? 
before? Where are we pre-gaming? Who's coming to the pre-game? How are we going to split up the Ubers? Like, which Uber am I going to go in? Holy fuck. Like, just writing that out and thinking about that made me anxious. And we've come a long way since this, but I still remember having all these feelings. And it's just, it's really nice to put a name to this and to know that I'm not crazy (laughs) again. Truly, because before I would feel bad for getting so stressed about a plan and not understanding why I felt like nobody else around me was as stressed as I was. And now everything just makes a lot more sense. So if you feel this, just know that I fucking feel you and you're definitely not alone, okay? But last thing about this, if you want to make a person with social anxiety or anxiety in general happy, take them somewhere they love. Take them to their spot. Take them somewhere they've been Tell them exactly who's going to be there, what they can expect, because that's music to our motherfucking ears, okay? So we did college, now let's move on to when I discussed this in in, like this whole concept in therapy for the first time. So around 27, I want to say, Steph, my beautiful therapist, made me understand a few things about my uncomfortable feelings regarding weekends, okay? So she pointed out that I just overall thrive off a routine, And not having a set plan makes me really, really anxious because it just makes me uncomfortable. That's just what it is. I'm also just really, really attached to working. I googled synonym for addicted before picking the word attached. Do with that information what you will. But the thought of not working during the weekend makes me really anxious. I think this is tied to like, I don't know, perfectionism, my many Capricorn placements, my inability to sit still because I am quite frankly uncomfortable with free time and very much enjoy filling up my time and the real estate in my mind so that my thoughts can't like wander. And I also have this just, I would say, self-imposed pressure to succeed. And I think also maybe my fellow entrepreneurs can tell me, but something I heavily feel in entrepreneurship is you feel kind of a rush. You feel like you gotta do everything now. You have to do everything and you have to do it now. And it's kind of that like no days off mentality, which I know is not healthy and I don't abide by that and I don't encourage that and I don't think that's right, but I think it's real. I do think it's real and I think it's it's real when you're really fucking hustling and trying to build shit and it, it's it's almost this weird pressure in your mind, I guess, to be like, okay, well, I know it's Saturday, but like I got shit to do, you know? And when you work for yourself and you love what you do, there's always fucking something that you can do. So it's really hard to create that line, you know? Also, when I went into therapy, I was, that was in the point of my life when I was really, really, really struggling with my relationship with food and exercise. And that only added to the pressure and the fear that I felt towards weekends because If you think about it, weekends and social interactions when you're in your 20s and 30s are typically composed of what? Food, going out to eat, going to happy hours, staying out, going to the bar, etc. And so this terrified me because it meant I would have to deviate from like my routine and eat things that were not in my typical menu and drink and drinks have calories. You know, the list goes on. And that was a huge, huge, huge thing. Like the amount of things I said no to simply because I was like, oh, I can't fit that into my like caloric intake. Like I'm just not, I'm not that bitch anymore. Thank God. That was not life. Okay. That personally speaking, I just, that was not life. But anyway, so this little part is not, it's no longer the stress that it once was for me. Sometimes I still 
have some feelings of sometimes I catch myself having some sort of feelings about this of like oh like you know I've been eating way too much out or this or that and and whatever and I think it's again it's this blurry line of of allowing yourself to live and but I think as I continue to workshop this in my life I just always go back to reminding myself that it's not you know it's not what you do here and there it's what you do all the time that really matters and I love food too fucking much to like not let myself live and I love drinking way too much to not let myself live you know so anyway okay let's jump to like now so present day these are my thoughts on this I still thrive off a routine and I'm so happy working every day I love going out I love being social I love seeing my friends I'm a lot more capable of resting now and not attaching guilt to that rest but more often than not it still kind of makes me uncomfortable because I'm just an anxious human and I I like to like be moving all the time like I like to be doing stuff I have a hard time just being I like to be doing (laughs) that's how I thrive Um, and it's just what I like honestly sometimes it's because I don't feel like having a social out there kind of weekend but I feel pressured to have a social weekend just because it's the weekend and then sometimes I feel pressured to have a weekend just so I can like share about what I'm doing this weekend and show people that I'm living my life sometimes it's both I feel like the narrative for so long has been like thank god it's Friday you know and yes again I can get down with that I love to fucking drink and have a great time also it's not all about drinking let me just say I know that but me right now Monday, July 11th, 3.40 p.m., I can say wholeheartedly that I love nothing more than a Monday. Like, I fucking love a Monday. Like, I love the start of a new week. It's just more fulfilling to me in this current season of my life. And believe me, I had moments where I, I, I was living for the weekends, you know? But I don't, I don't anymore, and I don't really want to be in that mindset, truthfully, because... I don't really want to work in something that I feel like I have to escape from every single week. And I know this isn't so black or white, you know, like, don't get me wrong. Some weeks are rough and hard and I can't fucking wait for the weekend. But overall, I had a season of my life where I wasn't doing what I loved. And so I couldn't fucking wait for the weekend because that's where I felt most alive. Whereas now I feel more alive and fulfilled in what I do in my everyday which is so fucking beautiful to say. But that doesn't mean that there aren't some weeks where it's not the case, right? I feel like I have to disclaim that because I never want to send the wrong message. I think weekends also have this like cultural component to them where it's your time to self-care, but also live your best fucking life. And I feel like social media has only maximized this concept. We're culturally obsessed with weekends, if you think about it, and documenting like what we do. If you don't live your best life during the weekend, it's almost like, well, what'd you do? And you have FOMO because you see other people or what they're curating on their stories, living their best life, and then you comparatively feel inadequate that your weekend didn't look like that. But maybe theirs didn't even look like that. You know, it's just what they're choosing to to show you. Or maybe it did. It doesn't matter. That's not the point. The point is, it's crazy how we can let these like, I don't even know what to call them, like societal norms or concepts like get to us. Like even if you maybe didn't even want to go out that weekend or have a crazy weekend, you could still watch somebody else's and be like, oh fuck, and you feel bad about yours. But it's like, well, you didn't even want to do that anyway. Like what? You know, it's crazy. 
And then let's say, let's say you do live your best life and you show the world, okay? Then you're potentially exhausted, you had no time for self-care, you're hungover, you have fucking Sunday scaries, you feel like you just partied all week and like what it's like we can never fucking win. So again, this is like I'm I'm giving you like two extremes, but I hope you get what I'm trying to say. And this is what I'm trying to do and what I've kind of unconsciously been doing to workshop this whole concept because again it's been so present in my life for so long and Emily and I were actually texting about this on Friday because I voice noted her on Friday afternoon as we do and I was like oh man like I genuinely don't want to do anything today but I feel like I have to because it's Friday and I feel this like hello weekend pressure because it's the weekend but actually this weekend I don't want to do shit and she was like I'm not doing anything either and like It's so crazy how we always feel this, not always, but how we feel this sometimes. And she was like, it's such a real concept. And we both are always like, fuck, we can't wait for Monday, you know? And it's, yeah, it made me realize, like, I know that we're not the only people that feel this. And I know I want to talk about this because I don't want to keep feeling this way. So anyway, here's a few things that I've been doing. First things first, given you have the choice, as in you don't have like an obligation, such as a wedding or a birthday or something, given you have the choice, instead of asking yourself, what am I doing this weekend? I want want you to ask yourself, what do I need this weekend? And I want you to be truthful with yourself. If your battery is low and you know that you have a busy couple weeks ahead or something, give yourself the time and the space to charge up. And that doesn't mean isolate, like you can do other things in your life. You can just have like a slower weekend and that's okay. So let's take me for example, okay? So this weekend was very chill for me. I, the example that I just gave you was because that's exactly what I was thinking. I have a really, really, really like social week this week or actually a couple weeks coming up. I have a lot of podcasts. Those really get everything out of me. I have a few events this week. I have birthdays coming up. I have a trip coming up. Like I have a lot coming up. You know, I I have things coming up in the next few weeks that to me feel heavy and feel like a lot. That's not a bad thing, but it does feel like a lot given my very small tank that I told you about, okay? So I knew that what I needed this weekend was to just plug myself into the wall and charge up. I felt tired. I felt depleted. I felt like I needed a slower weekend, but it's so annoying because even though I felt this way, I know myself so well and I know when I can, I know when sometimes I just need a little push. Like I need, sometimes I just need a little push and then I can go and do whatever and still have a great time. But then I also know when I just, there's truly nothing in me. Like truly I don't have the capacity. And so I think knowing yourself and being really in tune with yourself, I think is really important because you are able to like discern which one of those two things it is, you know? But this weekend I was like, I don't want to do anything. I know that I don't want to do anything. I know that I'm tired, but then I get into my fucking mind fuck where I'm like, what a, what a beautiful sentence. My mom would be so proud of that sentence. I get into this mind fuck where I'm like, well, it's Friday and I'm young and I'm single and I should go and I should do this and I should do that. And we've already talked about how shoulding is not, is not the vibe, but I fall guilty all the time. First thing, I want you to ask yourself that question and I want you to be truthful with yourself about what you need, okay? Next thing, if you're feeling weekend pressure and you wanna share everything that you're doing, I also want you to just like ask yourself, which there's nothing wrong, like I share my fucking life online, there's nothing wrong with it, but I want you to ask yourself, who are you posting for? 
because sometimes our intention behind certain things is a little bit skewed. So just ask yourself, like, are you, are you doing this? Like, are you, are you doing something this weekend because you feel like you, you want to post and you want to show people that you're out and about? Or are you doing things because you gen, genuinely want to? And one is not right or wrong, but I think it's important to know because I don't know, not to get cliche as fuck, but it's like, who are you living for? You know, I get really anxious with free time, but I'm trying to get better at allowing myself the space to just like rest and do shit that doesn't involve working because I know that I'm a better human and entrepreneur for it. It's necessary. I know that. So what I'll do is like, I'll kind of loosely plan out my day. So like maybe I'll do a morning workout on a Saturday and then I'll run some errands and then I'll make a plan with a friend. So I know that I have like something booked in there and then I can just kind of work my day around that. So For me, what's really helpful is, I know this doesn't work for everybody and maybe your weekends are meant to be literally just going with the fucking flow. I don't, me and the flow are not friends. I Like I just, I don't, I don't flow, you know? I mean, I can, I can, but I like to at least have an idea. Like I don't, I'm not out here like, g calling my saturday out you know what i mean i'm I'm not fucking no no but i like just having an idea like am i having a cute little me morning and then maybe at night i'm gonna rage am i having a cute little me morning and then maybe at night i'm gonna have dinner and then stay home like i like to know just like what i'm in the mood for am i in the mood to have a full solo day or do i want to see humans that's usually my first question. Okay, last thing for today, because this episode has been longer than I expected, but that's okay. We'll expand on this, okay? This is, we're just starting this conversation. I can't wait to hear your, like, your thoughts on this, but I think it's an important reminder that we genuinely keep forgetting that there's always going to be somebody posting their weekend, right? There's always going to be someone who's doing more than you on any given day, let alone a weekend. I think with the day and age that we live in, this content is always going to be available and at your disposal. So it's truly up to you how you let it affect your life, your thoughts, your weekends. And it's, I think, worth questioning, like, how does somebody else's weekend affect your life? Like, do you truly know if everything they're posting is as fun as it looks? Do you know what else is going on in their life? Why do you want all these things that they're posting? Do you want these things because you want to like show that you're doing them? Or do you want them because there's potentially a genuine lack of something in your life? If you really want to do these things, can you? Like, is there space for you to implement some of those activities in your weekend as well? Can you remind yourself that your weekend doesn't look, it doesn't have to look like somebody else's? And how just how you're having a chill weekend, which by the way, no one gives a fuck about. Your next one could be like super full and and like super busy and whatever and how both of those are okay and how maybe somebody is looking at your life wishing they had it while you're over here wishing you had somebody else's. Do you see where I'm going with this? It's like the grass is always greener, right? It's like the grass is greener where we water it, but we really have to stop letting social media dictate our feelings because at the end of the day, Social media is not going anywhere. We love it, right? I love it. But it does have these things where it it, it makes you become comparative. So because it's not going anywhere, I think what we have to do is we have to learn how to identify when we're feeling these sort of feelings and question our feelings and learn to sit with ourselves and acknowledge our whys and move on accordingly. Ultimately, your weekends are yours. They're yours to fill up in whichever way are going to make you the happiest. 
No one gives a fuck about what you're doing or what you're not doing. And if they do, if they really care so much, that's, that's truly on them. And if you're strictly living for the weekends, that's a whole other conversation, but I would definitely just plant this thought in your head of like, how can we sprinkle more joy within your work week so that it's not so black and white and you don't feel this incredible pressure to fit in absolutely everything in the span of 48 hours or better yet maybe because i don't know right it's so situational but like is there even room to discuss this question like can we is there even room because i don't know i don't know what some people have really demanding crazy monday through fridays and that's very real so I don't know. Okay, I'm not gonna, I, we'll get into that. We'll get into that territory another day. But I wanna hear what you guys think about this and how you feel about this. I'm gonna start being more honest about my weekends and my weekend feelings because I truthfully feel this so often. And sometimes I'm like, sometimes I'm like, fuck, well, I, I feel like I have to do something fun because I wanna be entertaining. Like I wanna show variety and I don't want my audience to get bored if I'm just home this weekend. Like, I think this concept, this like weekend pressure, weekend pressure concept from a content creator's point of view, I think it's a whole other like beast. I think it's a whole other added layer, honestly, in this conversation. So we'll expand on this, but let me know what you think. And with that, we are done. I hope you guys enjoyed. I missed you guys last week. Tell me your thoughts. Tag me. Tell me what hit. Tell me what resonated follow the podcast. What else do I need you to do? That's it. Be nice to yourself. Have a beautiful weekend and I will see you next week. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about, but why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.